0: Sunday morning discussion on Weekend View.
1: 28 minutes to the top of the hour. Here on the weekend view, thank you very much for staying with us. Before we jump into our discussion, let me just uh, remind you, of course, on the focus of that conversation, and that is in about the delay in announcement of new cabinet ministers. Of course, we're watching very closely to see um, whether it will be a reshuffle or a recycling. Of course, that new appointment of the minister of electricity, a key one. You are sending through your comments on 0826923909. three nine zero nine. That is our WhatsApp. Um, uh, line they uh, sent through your voice notes, no longer than thirty seconds. We'll take a listen in on one or two in a moment. Your SMS is on four one three nine one, and of course your comments on Twitter at the Weekend View and at Seven Gambulem. One or two comments here. Uh, Alex in Standerton says, "Hi Seven Zile. it really doesn't matter what Ramaphosa does or doesn't do. It all shows how indecisive and weak he is. He is scared of ruffling some feathers." A message there from Alex. Steph says uh, his delays and lack of transparency show indecisiveness and a lack of leadership. Cr is treating the presidency as a part-time job. He's forced to do when he is bored to do whatever he does daily when he isn't at the union buildings. He should do us all a favor and resign. And one more here, Siabulela Daniso says, Hi Sebe, I'm thinking Paul Mashadile must assist in leading. I'm a staunch supporter of of, of Paul, and says you yeah, have a good week ahead. Thank you very much, Siabulele. Uh, Take a listen in to one or two voice notes and then we'll jump straight into our Sunday discussion.
0: Good morning, Sir no, I couldn't care less. Uh, it'll just be the same old deadwood moved around. But the one thing in common is that they'll all be drawing from the ministerial handbook. I believe it runs at about $2 billion these days, according to the papers this morning. That means they're all going to get nice, warm beds, big, healthy, fat pensions, medical aids, fancy cars and fancy houses and generators. And if anybody new is brought into the cabinet, that person will have to be dishonest and without integrity, because otherwise he'd be the only one, and he's not anybody who's honest with integrity he won't last five minutes in the ANC, Mike Newlands.
1: Good
0: morning, as long
1: as those people are coming from the ANC, nothing will happen on the ground. Uh, they are just royalists for supporting individuals in AMC, that's it, for their stomach and their and friends. But for black maturity, we are on our own. Moses Stephen. Thank you for those comments. We'll take a few more as we go during our discussion. And our guests this morning for this conversation Our political analyst Sandy Leswana and ANC veteran Dr. Mavuso Msimang joining us now um, on the line. Thank you to you both, uh, gentlemen, and welcome to The Weekend View. I'll start with you, um, uh, Mr. Swana, and uh, and ask you just where, where your thoughts are and also just if you give what ha- transpired just over the last couple of days, um, miscommunication if you will around the the well-being of the president and then of course photos of him appearing um at at a, at a cattle auction hosting guests um at at, at pala Pala and so on and then of course the, the delays that we speak of we just spoke about the delay in the appointment of the, the SABC board and then and then three weeks ago during his sona he spoke about new appointments in the, the, in 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 particular that of the minister of electricity three weeks later nothing has happened since what is what is going on in your view
2: uh, thank you Seven Zile, and also I extend greetings to your listeners and to Dr. Mavusom Sima. Uh, for a start let me just say personally I'm not panicked as regards the date when the president will eventually announce any new cabinet now On the issues you are raising, the first one, let me start off by saying, quoting one of the leaders of the African National Congress, ANC, Thabo Mbege, who pointed out many years ago that there is a new spirit, a new attitude, a new practice that has entered the African National Congress. This one of telling lies in order to achieve success. In other words, if I have a, the, 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 the statements I make are not regarding the truth. Right? It doesn't matter if they are true or false. As long as if I make that statement, I will achieve my objectives. So there is a crop of leaders in the ANC who have embraced the practice of mendacity and duplicity. They are two-faced. Uh, they are forked tongue. Uh, in how they speak. So that is why you are able to find a president. Uh, I've just been watching a clip by JJ Dabane, um, one of the broadcasters in South Africa, saying that, uh, showing us a clip of a statement made by the president, President Sir Ramaphosa, at WEF a few years back, saying that through a certain mechanism that they've developed in government, they've been able to make sure that lobe shedding is finished in South Africa. Mm. And he laughs, JJ Tabani laughs after that. He says, Sir Ramaphosa is one guy who can tell you a lie with a straight face. Uh, so this one of saying he has a flu that it, he, he, he may have had or whatever it is, but once the flu ended, he didn't even announce that now it has ended to the extent that it is relevant. <laughs> So, so those are some of the difficulties that we have. It's a spirit of mendacity and duplicity. It's a lying spirit that has ended the leadership of South Africa.
1: Mm-hmm. Doctor Msimang, let me bring you into the conversation as well. Here, um, you know, uh, Sandy Leswana speaks about not not being in panicked and, and I wonder whether you are feeling the panic or um, a lot of us maybe in the media are contributing to to causing panic because we, we are impatient we are waiting to see what sort of changes will be made of course to, to chart the path forward uh, particularly around the major crises in, in the countries, crime as well, uh, there are calls as well for changes in the, in the police, police ministry, um, the same of course with, with, with public enterprises uh, the power issues that we're seeing here. What's your reading of the situation?
0: Well, thank you very much for inviting me, and I also welcome uh, my uh, friend uh, oh, Sandy Leswani. Um, I think what we what, where I, we should start is that South Africa is in a crisis, a governance crisis that can be and an economic crisis. Perhaps a major contributor to the economic crisis is the crisis of governance. There are... I'm going to stick to the cabinet's reshuffle uh, that is not happening. Nobody in the media or anywhere else is really unduly um, in a hurry for this. It, it has to happen. If the cabinet is responsible for the governance of the country, then it has, there are certain positions that have been vacant for a very long time. Uh, and the expectation clearly would be that as soon as a vacancy crops up, uh, the president makes sure that beyond the necessary period of acting while somebody else is being uh, appointed, uh, this, this happens uh, uh, very, very urgently. Uh, we have had, I think somebody mentioned this before I came to to the platform, that um, the Department of uh, Public Services Administration yes. um, has been without a minister for a very long time. It's almost a year now since Ayanda's not gone left. Mm. This is at a time when everybody is talking about the need to professionalize the public service this is an important neglect over the years which has been linked to hater deployment people are calling for a proper civil service a professional civil service to run this country this is neglected and to to entrust that to an acting minister who is busy in his own uh, portfolio it does not show a, a sign of, of the appreciation of agency. Of, of you, you have Baluma, uh, as somebody has mentioned, who is, is uh, taking on a very difficult job in the ANC. It's very difficult. It demands 25 hours of his time every day. Mm. He cannot possibly uh, ride these two horses in this race. So, yes, no, there is no undue. Um, uh, Pressure on the president. It is absolutely essential that this country has a full and functioning uh, cabinet, especially in the light of the biggest crisis it ever had that of energy. We are driven the economy. Our lives are so closely associated with properly functioning uh, ESCOM that uh, it's malfunctioned. Uh, re- re- requires very quick action. The president talked about appointing a minister of electricity. Many people wonder what that one is going to do, but then it must be uh, that that position must be filled.
1: Mm-hmm. Of course, Dr. Uh, Mang, the president has to to consult and listen to to a number a number of of, of groups of of people stakeholders as well um to th- that we imagine then of course influence the decision he he eventually makes um, in terms of who who he appoints there was criticism about this um super presidency that um he has since created showing a lack of trust um within his own his of of his you know members of his own cabinet a lack of trust also with, with within some some quarters of the party uh, w- what perhaps might be, if if we could con- call it a point of contention, or um, you know, who who might be a difficult group to please at this point, and might that be a contributor, a contributing factor to why it's taken so long, really, to to make this announcement or make these appointments?
0: There is no plausible explanation, to be very honest with you. It is important that these uh, whatever consultations need to be taken and and everybody does consult and it's just that consulting by the way, the final decision and the power rests with the president uh, it, there has been a very long the crisis has been ongoing for some time those consultations should have taken place by now and action taken uh, to, appoint, uh, to, <laughs> to fill these uh, important vacancies. And, and I think what the people are looking for also is that the appointment should reflect a consciousness by the president of the fact that the trouble that the country is going through is a result of the corruption and the maladministration mal- that has been going on for, for so long. Uh, it, it all started with uh, state capture. There may have been deficiencies before state capture. The president comes in to correct state capture. Uh, he puts in place uh, the Zondo commissions and other commissions, and uh, and is provided with the tools which should uh, assist him in uh, putting in place a leadership that is not in any way tainted with corruption. So. His choices are very clear. The criteria are very clear. Yeah. Whoever he consults must uh, must assist him with the appointment of people of integrity, yeah. and I think there are plenty of them. And also to insist that those who are in any way tainted are not uh, in uh, uh, reappointed to. Public, uh, to To cabinet Mm -hmm. or uh, to positions of leadership so it's it's really an urgent matter that the nation is worried about Uh, this has to happen there can be no explanation for why it isn't happening and happening urgently and why the result must be a predictable one that those who are going to govern with him are people who are competent there are people who are not tainted by corruption. There are people who are representative of the different uh, sections of uh, our community. Mm-hmm. It has to happen now. There should be no difficulty at all mm-hmm. in proceeding with this.
1: Our Sunday morning discussion continues after this.
0: <laughs> Sunday morning discussion on Weekend View.
2: Good morning, seven, the team. Yes, we are expecting Matamela Ramaphosa to recycle his old gut uh, and then he's going to call it uh, a reshuffle. Yeah, unfortunately, this country is held at ransom by somebody who's prioritizing the uh, uh, selling of cattle over the citizens of this country he is the number one citizen who's supposed to be leading by example this is very very unfortunate to have this kind of a man who has presided over the government that has an highest rate of corruption um hashtag uh 19 ppe scandals uh ramaphosa has failed us it's time for him now to consider to step aside russell and those in durban <laughs> Good morning, good morning, Sasa Sevenzile, it's Fred the truck driver. Sasebenzile, the president said, relax, have some coffee, watch the space. So I don't know what is the hurry and what are we expecting? Some miracle from somewhere? Whatever is going to be changes, it's just going to be shifting. You know, you know what they call shifting furniture in the house. The old one put the old stuff there and take the other old stuff and put it there that's all we are waiting for so i don't know what's the hurry
1: Thank you very much, Fred. I'm still joined on the line by political analyst Sandy Leswana and NC veteran Dr. Mavuso Msimang for our Sunday morning conversation. We are talking about uh, the imminent, uh, and it has been imminent for quite some time now, cabinet reshuffle. Um, It has taken some time. Of course, still getting your thoughts as well, but what you make of how it's all playing out and uh, when it may eventually happen. Sandy, let me come back to you. You know, in the early days of uh, President Ramaphosa, presidency, he was lauded for being quite consultative, bringing people along as well. After I think a very difficult uh, uh, period during, you know, the, the the term of his predecessor, but now it it it's seemingly um, indecisiveness, or, or really just not being able to to take a stance and move forward with it, is that a fair a fair assessment?
2: Yeah, um, thank you, Serenzi. Uh, uh, let me just contextualize this thing that you are raising you'll forgive me for quoting the same author all the time but on 22 october 2012 speaking at the university of forte Tabombeke made the following statement i am deeply troubled by a feeling of great unease that our beloved motherland is losing its sense of direction and that we are allowing ourselves to progress towards a costly disaster today i am not certain about where our country and our and nation will be tomorrow and what i should do in this regard to, to to respond to what is obviously a dangerous and unacceptable situation of directionlessness and unguided national drift we are now uh, call it more than uh, it's eleven years later, more or less. Now, in the center of this unguided and directionless national drift, having been warned in 2012, and there was no crisis. There, were, if if we are people who know agents, it should have been urgent to us then to say the team that is leading at that time and Sir Ramaphosa was about to take over as deputy president in the ANC at that time, to correct this perhaps, if you like. But there was no agency. And that is why I'm saying, really, in 1998, Penuel Maduna came and warned the ANC, the cabinet, and said, listen, you are going to run into load shedding if you continue in the way that you are. And they continued, and they've continued until today. So there can be no agency. And the last thing I want to say about this, and and Sir Ramaphosa himself and his cabinet and all this, number one, the ANC since the 1990s, the average cater of the ANC, the individual member and the individual leader, the average aptitude, the average educational level, the average experience and proven success level has been dropping precipitously. And these cabinets that have been chosen over time have largely been chosen increasingly from an increasing and growing pool of the incompetent, non-performers, and generally corrupt. Two, the cabinet is oversized. It is three times the size that it should be. Mm. So I don't know why we should be worried about saying there's a shortage of manpower in the cabinet to do any task. Everybody has got a deputy minister for one thing or the other. I don't know how many ministers are in the presidents itself and extra advisors who are behind the scenes that we don't even see to this president and is concentrating power there in the presidency. So what is going to happen? And your listeners have already answered the question. The shuffling of the cabinet, the filling of vacancies, whatever you call this thing, taking the same deck of cards and changing the sequence. It's the same deck of cards of corrupt and incompetent. Otherwise, if it was left to me, I would get rid of 90% of the people in that cabinet, minimum including the state president who doesn't qualify on moral grounds, on grounds of aptitude and competence, track record of success which is lacking. He has a track record of failure, a track record of disaster. So to rush into this, the thing that I'm rushing for is a free and fair election where the people of South Africa can decide whether they want to continue with this state of disaster that we're in, which Tamon predicted, Uh, And the Western disaster, or they want a new government. That is the only issue on the table. Anything else is academic.
1: A, a, a number of views I, I was just talking about the, the resignation of, of the president, a number of our listeners are saying I think it's time for him to, to resign now, a quicker read one from Bramora who says the delay and reshuffling means that the end he has nothing new to offer the country maybe the president should use this chance to tender his resignation before he um, we enter stage 88 of overload shedding, he says that I, and a number of people have expressed this, this sentiment, uh, the EFF's Malem well has said this several times that this, this is not a president Actually, wants this job. That you know, that, uh, there was the issue of, of the resignation that, that happened or didn't happen um, just a couple of months ago um, as well. How how does, in your view, and just briefly, please, Sandila how does he he perhaps position himself, if at all, he desires to, before the country to say, I, I'm, I'm still, I'm still here. This is a job I want to do, um, and that's and that the country and the and the and the improvement of this country is top priority for him. Because really, the feeling is that it's not that this is, it feels part-time-ish, that it's not a a top priority for him.
2: I think it's unfair to say that the job is not top priority for Cyril Ramaphosa. He is failing, he's incompetent. If I wanted to run the Comrades Marathon and win it today at my age, it's a non-starter, the thing is a non-starter. Cyril should not be president of this country It's a waste of time to expect something, for him to do something he cannot physically do no matter what he tries to do. That's my short answer.
1: Dr. Msimang, uh, perhaps the same question to you as well. The, the country needs needs leadership. There are a lot of things that are, that are going wrong, and we want it from from the highest office in the land. If, if if he had your ear this morning, what would you say to him as as the president to say the country need to hear from you? How would you advise him in terms of this, the next the next few steps to take to inspire confidence again?
0: I would say to the president that you are deepening an already existing crisis by not acting to constitute uh, an eagerly uh, awaited cabinet. You are deepening a crisis that already exists. It comes in the form of ESCOM, failing to generate the energy that's required for the people. It comes in the form of high crime rates. It comes in the form of high unemployment rates with these kinds of uh, issues, President, you should be acting as soon as you can. And I, I think you would need to take on board the views that have been expressed today, and that are expressed all the time, that you competent people. I'm, I'm personally convinced that there are competent people in the ANC, whether it's in parliaments, those who are from whom we can choose. They, they do exist. We um, should choose among them. Find the best people. The antidote here is to the corruption that's been going on for some time is a quick and decisive uh, selection of people that are going to assist them to govern the country. That's what I would say to the president. I would say your cabinet has to be small, To reflect the difficulties that the country is going through, you should remove all trappings of opulence, you know, such as are reflected in the current handbook, Mm. uh, just to show some solidarity with the people. Uh, Perhaps prioritize hospitals and other more important places uh, if you need to share the power, uh, and remove it really from uh, uh, It gives a very wrong impression when you have all cabinet people living in uh, those houses uh, secured, having secure and guaranteed uh, power. Show empathy, show that you are with the people. Make it small, make it uh, efficient. Uh, Do not allow anyone, I mean not anyone, who has been tainted by commissions and other legal processes that are mm-hmm. recognized in the country tainted in corruption. i are not saying they are corrupt, but you just don't want anybody in your cabinet whose name is unclear. <laughs> that's, that's what I would say to the president. Mm-hmm. And I would say, act yesterday, President. Really, your uh, dilly-dallying, really, which is what it is, is costing this nation. It's getting the prices in the nation.
1: Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Let me thank you very much both for your time with us this morning. NC Veteran Dr. Mavuso Msimang and political analyst Sandile Swana, thank you very much for your contribution to the show as always. Let me take one or two of your comments in the last five seconds that we have as we wrap. um Emma Deni says, I've been patient and sympathetic with the president as I sincerely thought he had the interest of the country at heart. His indecisiveness, though on crucial matters, leaves one with serious doubt. Another here. This is T.G. who says: "Seventy. The president will definitely appoint or reconfigure the cabinet, and it is not up to the media or opposition parties to talk about recycling or what, as well um, of them, are governing party members. And what we must be preoccupied with is the cabinet going to try and lead the country accordingly and fix uh, the current the current problems." That's one there from T.G. Um, and that's where we'll have to wrap it up. It's already. Uh, seven o'clock. Thank you very much for your contributions as always to the show. Join us again next week, Saturday and Sunday between six and seven a.m. right here on SAFM. Thank you to the team as always. Until next time, I am.